By the name of Allah, the most merciful, the most compassionate, all praise belong to Allah, the one that there's none that has the right to be worshipped except Him, who has bestowed upon us blessings that are numerous, blessings in abundance, those blessings that are outward and inward. And I testify that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's alone without having any partners. And I bear witness that Muhammad ibn Abdullah, that he is his servant and his messenger. He is his servant and his messenger. To proceed, Ikhwan, Allahumma inna na'udha bika min ilmin la yilfa'a, wa min qalbin la yifsha'a, wa min nafsin la tashba'a, wa min du'a'in la yusma'a. Verily, Ya Allah, we seek refuge with you from knowledge that has no benefit, and from a heart that has no fear, and from a soul that has no satisfaction, no contentment, and from a du'a that goes unanswered. From a du'a that goes unanswered. So we welcome each and every one of you to these series of classes, these knowledge-based classes. Whereas we're learning from the hadith of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wa Ala Alihi Wa Sallam Wa Ala Alihi Wa Sallam Al-Laylata Nuraji'u Inshallah Ta'ala Wa Nawasilu Fi Al-Hifu Fi Yawm Al-Arbi'ah So tonight I believe is our memorization, uh, our review And Wednesday is our new hadith Fa who has a benefit they can share inshallah for everyone who can give everyone a benefit inshallah who has a benefit who can give a benefit so let's everyone inshallah mention a benefit inshallah ta'ala one by one. Right? Everyone mention mentions a benefit bidnillah ta'ala. Father Shaykh Umar, Umar al-Kabir. A'atina fa'idatan. Give us a benefit. Jameelan, mashallah. Nasihatul mubarakah. A blessed advice. A blessed reminder. Ad-deenu nasiha. The entire religion of Islam is given sincere advice. Accent. But yeah, Tfadl, Atina Faida, give us a benefit. Always check your intention. MashaAllah, Hamiyatu Aniyya. The importance of intentions. Always check your intention. Qabla Nabda bid Dabs. Qabla Nabda bid Dahabi bid Dabs. Qabla Nulqiya. Qabla Najlis. Alayna an Nuhasiba Aniyya. We always have to check our intentions, Yahuwah, before you start the class, before you come to the class, before you sit in the class. 
Before you benefit from the class, we always have to check our intention. Give us a benefit. All actions are based upon intentions. All actions are based upon intentions. MashaAllah. Darren, give us a benefit. Allah judges by intentions. Allah judges by intentions. Sahih. That's correct. Give us a benefit, ya akhi. May Allah bless so, so whoever uh, does a good action is going to be multiplied by 10. MashaAllah. Whoever does a good deed, Ikhwan, and the good deed is in line with Quran and Sunnah, then he will get the reward of 10 times. Allah And Allah will increase it and multiply it for whoever he wishes. No one knows the exact reward. He will at least get will at least be multiplied ten times. MashaAllah. This shows the vast mercy of Allah upon His creation. The person disobeys Allah. And I want you to misunderstand. I want you to hear this example and then we leave and say, hey, sins are only one sin, yaqi. let's go disobey Not like that, yaqi. Don't misunderstand the example. Sins, you get the, the sin of that sin. One. One sin. But the good deeds are multiplied. The sin is only one. But the good deed, you came to the salah. What's your reward? Is going to be multiplied. You don't get just one reward. Allah Akbar. It's mudaaf. It's multiplied. Alhamdulillah. Who's turn? She got the Give us a benefit, ya akhi. May Allah raise you. Imam Shafi'i said MashaAllah, the hadith about the niyyah, Imam Shafi says, Yamshi tahta sabirina baban min abuab al fiqh. That this single hadith, you sisters, especially our sisters, you memorize this hadith. All actions are based upon intentions. A Shafi says, This single hadith is under 70 chapters of fiqh. This one hadith. You memorize this hadith, you're a scholar in fiqh, inshallah. If you understand it correctly, you have knowledge of 70 chapters of fiqh. One hadith, Allah Akbar. Abu Halima, give us a benefit. Based off the hadith we're doing? Or Amen, generally. All of you focus on the hadith. It could be a general benefit. Inshallah. Oh, you believe, fear Allah, be patient, endure, be forbearing. That perhaps you are fearful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then he said, Who's that? Khalid. 
اعطينا فائده give us a benefit خليل tell me something you learned today in class any class you wish tell me something you learned Three benefits of what? Tell me something you learned. What you learned today? What you read? Sometimes when you put you put on the spot, yeah, Juan, that's something else. Tired. Who can help Khalid? Who else is there? Nuseiba, give us a benefit, Nuseiba. MashaAllah, our actions are judged by intentions. Who said that, Nuseiba? May Allah bless you. Tai, woman Bardala, who else after Nuseiba can give us a benefit? <laughs> What's your name, Yati? Mustafa? Mustafa? I don't know the benefit. We'll come back to some Mustafa. Who's after one of our sisters? One of our memorizers. Give us a benefit. MashaAllah. The head of the affair is Islam. We have to preserve our religion in Quran. قد يموت العبد على إحدى حالين أو أحد حالين. The servant, every servant of Allah, is going to die one or two ways. أحبه من أحبه وكرهه من كرهه. Like it who likes it, hate who hates it. الرجال النساء الكبار الصغار الإنس والجن العرب والعجمي الإفريقي الأمريكي أي شخص ما أحبه من أحبه وكرهه من كرهه. Every servant of Allah. It's going to die one of two ways. The man, the woman, the elderly, the youth, mankind, the jinn, the Arab, the non-Arab, the African. What else we say that one? The American. It doesn't matter where you're from. The, the servant is going to die one of two ways. What's one of them? He's going to die as a Muslim. And you move to Muslim And dying as a Muslim is our goal. أن لا نعيش مسلما لا أن نموت مسلما. Our goal is not that we live as Muslims. No. The goal is that we die as Muslims. ولا يموت العبد مسلما إلا يعيش مسلما. And no servant can die as a Muslim except that he lived as a Muslim. But you can live as a Muslim ثم تغير العمر وتكفر ونعود بالله. The person can be a Muslim today. How many Muslims? Not a lot. But there are many Muslims. They were Muslims one day, the next day they were Muslims. I gave you a story of my companion in college. What's his name, Ray. His name is Ray. I don't forget his last name. Ray something. Mr. Ray. We first met him. He was a Christian, devout, 
going to the church, studying, memorizing. Some months passed. Guess what? He is a Jew. Left Christianity. Some months passed. Guess what? Left the Jewish religion. Now he's a Muslim. Right? He was praying with us. He prayed with me a couple times. Gave him salams. Gave me salams back. Can you help He used to wear a nice thobe. Alhamdulillah. Can you help Kalansawa? He used to wear kufi. Real nice, pleasant guy. And he used to love to see Muslims when he, when he was Muslim. He used to love to see Muslims. He used to give for salam. He used to hasten to give salams. Salam alaikum. Hey, salam alaikum. He, mashallah. He had some honor. Some months passed. Guess what? Tarak al Islam. He left Islam. Asbaha Musliman. He went to sleep as a Muslim and he woke up as a non-Muslim. As the Prophet mentioned whose turn. One of our memorizers, one of our beloved sisters, give us a benefit. Who said that? Accenti. Saying, I don't know. You students of knowledge, memorize this phrase, I don't, I'll say it, you say it. I'll say it, you say it. I don't know. Memorize that, That's a principle in seeking knowledge. You don't know something, don't ever be shy. You're a memorizer. You're the shaykh. You're the imam. You're this. You're that. You don't know? Yes. I don't know. What am I going to tell my people? Tell them I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I don't know. Either. The Prophet wasn't shy when he didn't know. He said, Man mas'ulu anna or anhu the Prophet said, the one that's being asked has no more knowledge than the one that is asking. A fancy way to say, I don't know. Just a fancy way. The same way you're asking me, I don't know. Same way you don't know, I don't know. The angels weren't shy. The Imams of the past, they weren't shy. How many times Imam Malik was asked a question and he said, I don't know. How many times Imam Ahmed was asked a question and he said, I don't know. Our Sheikh Abdul Mursin, in Saudi Arabia, Bukhari, Muslim, Our Sheikh, still alive, in Medina, memorized Bukhari, memorized Muslim, memorized Tirmidhi, memorized, memorized, memorized. 70 years old, still teaching hadith from his memory. That's from Allah. You're reading the book on the shaykh. He doesn't have the book. You're going to make a mistake before he makes a mistake. That's from Allah. At any rate, how many times he says, I don't know. Go to someone else. I don't know. Yeah, shaykh, you memorize the whole book. You don't know. I don't know. Go to someone else. Never heard of that. That's new to me. Go to this sheikh. Go to that sheikh. One time he was asked a question about marriage. He said, Lestu mu'ahhalan Allahu Akbar. He said, I'm not qualified to answer that. If this imam is not qualified, 
Who's going to tell you that one? So you sisters, don't ever be shy. Many of our sisters are like sponges, alhamdulillah. Samiat, habibat. They hear the benefit, they memorized it. Many of our brothers, mashallah, are like sponges. Samiat, habibat. They hear it, they memorize. Sometimes the student can be arrogant. He's seeking knowledge. He's arrogant. No. إِذَا عِنْدَنَا كِبْرُ يَدُّلُ عَلَىٰ عَدَمِي عِلْمٍ لَنَا عَدَمِي عِلْمٍ لَنَا Allah. If we're arrogant because we're trying to learn, this shows we don't really have knowledge. If our memorizers think, I'm better than you, I'm, I'm stronger than you. No, knowledge doesn't do that. Knowledge makes the person humble. If you think you're better than someone else, then perhaps you don't have knowledge. One of our sisters, who's next? A benefit. That was our last sister. Any more? Anyone didn't go? Mashallah. From the perfection of one's Islam is to leave off what does not concern you. To mind your business. That's from Islam. That's from the best of ones. Islam. That's all of you. Who else didn't go? Khalas? Irifai Khalina, raise your voice slightly. MashaAllah. If the heart is sound and upright, then the whole body is sound and upright. If the heart is corrupt, then the whole body is corrupt. Our brother Khalid would like to say something. Tabata. May Allah bless Let's begin, ya ikhwan. If you want to say something, you can say something. May Allah bless you. Where did we reach in our review, ya ikhwan? Al Hadith. Hadith Ashar. Hadith number 11. Ta'i, who wants to recite? Hadith number 11. Hadith Abi Muhammad al Hassan ibn Ali ibn Abi Talib. Radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Who wants to be our first reciter? One of our sisters. Fadali. May Allah bless you and raise you. Woman Bandaha, who's next? From our sisters. May Allah bless you also. All of you, Ikhwan. Men, who used to say this? 
طلاب الحديث فكأني أنظر إلى أصحاب النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام Who used to say this? When I look at the students of hadith is as if I'm looking at the companions of the Messenger of Allah Imam al-Shafi Imam al-Shafi Next sister Tafadali The origin of the word Rihanna, you say, oh, Rihanati. He was saying it's a flower, a pleasant flower that has a pleasant smell. It's a, a word of endearment. When your brothers get married, the women 
They like the mushy stuff. When you call it, hey, honey, baby doll. Are there some American terms? You might not want to use those here for. What's a Muslim term of endearment that women like? Habibati. Oh, may Allah bless. Sometimes the and the Muslimi Bashar. Sometimes we forget that the Muslims are humans. Sometimes we forget that being kind to your wife or your husband, calling her a nickname, for example, Big Head, right? <laughs> if you don't harm her, some women are they're delicate. You call her a name, she has to be pleased with the name. She's dark skinned. You say, hey, black one. No, you're not going to do that, Yahuan. She has a big head. Hey, big head. No, you got to be kind. She's little. Shorty. Hi, hi, hi. No, you're going to be merciful and kind. You don't want to use a nickname to harm. Likewise, the women to the men. The women forget that. The men are humans also. They forget that. When was the last time the woman said, Hey, honey, thanks for taking out the trash. May Allah bless you. Something small. Thanks for fixing that light. I can't get up there. May Allah bless you. Watch you smile. Some of the small things touch your heart also, Yahweh. Likewise, the men. When was the last time we thanked our women for preparing food when it's not Ramadan? We are kind in Ramadan, mashallah. Everybody's merciful in Ramadan. Where does the mercy go after Ramadan? I don't know yet. When was the last time the men, we think our wives, hey, may Allah bless you for this food. May Allah bless you. You don't have to do that. May Allah forgive you of your sins. May Allah raise you. Sometimes you say to your wife, hey, may Allah bless you. What do I do? May Allah bless you. Just wanted to say may Allah bless you. Death is going to come one day, Ikhwan. So we have to love the ones that we have, take advantage of your time, and express your love for them. May Allah bless you all, Ikhwan. What does it mean, Da'a One of our sisters, Da'a Ah, Nobody reviewed tonight. Oh. Adwa. Now who harms you but Yareeb anta fika shak. Fika rib. Hey, leave off those things that you doubt. Ida hukmuhu laysa wadihan wa fika shak. If the ruling of the thing is not clear to you, I don't know if it's halal, I don't know if it's haram, I don't know if it's mustahab, I don't know if it's recommended or hated. Leaving it off is better. Whatever you have doubt regarding, then don't say it. Leave it off. For that which you do not doubt. It's a tremendous hadith, ya akhwan. Kullu amrin fina shakkun, awraybun fihi, tarakaw awla. 
ليس واجبا لكن اولا whatever you doubt leaving it off is better not obligatory but it's better whatever brings you doubt stay away from it طيب قال الترمذي حديث حسن صحيح الترمذي says this hadith is hasan sahih هذا التعبير لا يسمع الا من الترمذي this phrase the hadith is hasan sahih memorize that phrase يا اخوان you're not going to hear that except from a tirmidhi. You're not going to hear the likes of that except from a tirmidhi. How, how can it be not obligatory to read like a material since the Prophet said it is obligatory? No. And the law from the rules of the fiqh is not only Usually, the principle goes, the command shows uh, that the thing you're being commanded to do is obligatory. But it's not always the case. The principle is, generally, the command shows something is obligatory. You say to someone, Ijlis, sit down. You're commanding them to sit, so this shows they're obliged to sit. That's the ruling. But it's not always like that. Just like something that's haram. An-nahyu yufidu al-hurma. The prohibition shows something is haram. But that same ruling is for recommended and makruha. The command can also show something is recommended. Just like the prohibition can show something is hated. You just can't bring up a ruling out, out your head like that. You can't make up a ruling. I can't say, Darian, sit like Zayd is sitting. Have that ola. I can't say sit like that. Or sit how Zayd is sitting, that's better. I just can't say that like that. That's a ruling in Islam. I have to have a command. The origin of commands show it's either obligatory, that's the origin, but it can also show it's recommended. You tell the sisters, don't do. The origin is that whatever you're telling them not to do is haram, but it can also be hated. If there are other narrations, other ayat to show, here this thing is not obligatory, it's recommended. So for this reason you find that the scholars differ in a lot of issues. There could be a command, most scholars are going to say is obligatory. Some may say it's recommended. We'll give an example. Something we're commanded to do, but it's recommended. Al-Witr. You can say that. The Prophet says, get up at night, make one witr. It's a command here, but it's not obligatory. What's another example, ya uh, Huh? The women wearing the niqab, the strongest opinion here, there is no commandment here, specifically. And we're not telling our sisters not to wear niqab. We don't want you to misunderstand. I heard that so far say, like, and Allah's commanded the women to cover their whole body, but niqab is not mentioned here. Cover their bodies, cover themselves with their whole body using their jilbab. But then it covers something spe specific. Some scholars will use that. Other scholars say, no, where is the mention? Where is the explicit command for covering the face? And we don't want our women to misunderstand. My own daughters, I say, hey, tanaqabi, cover your face, it's better. But I want you to misunderstand. Right? I don't want this to say, hey, there it is. Alhamdulillah. No, not, I want you to misunderstand. 
You sisters that wear niqab, wear niqab. You sisters that don't wear niqab, inshallah, wear niqab one day. My own daughter. I said, Naima, Emma tatanakabi, oh, la tatanakabi. Like, la tatanakabi yoman, la tatanakabi yoman akhar. La. My own daughter. I said, Naima, wear the niqab or don't wear the niqab. She, one day she wears it, next day she doesn't wear it. Next day she wears it, next day she doesn't wear it. She's going to Walmart, and I don't gotta wear it in Walmart. She go to the masjid, oh, I hold the bill on the masjid, I gotta wear it. Same, men are at the Walmart, men are at the masjid. It's the same. Sometimes she's walking right in the car, oh, there's a man, oh, the bill. Same point, the same principle. Right. So I don't want the women not to do it. We say our opinion, Allah we agree with most of the scholars of Islam that covering your face is recommended. It's not obligatory. But what does recommended mean? The Prophet did it? Oh, it is a command. You get a reward for doing it, no sin on you. The issue of the niqab, the reason the scholars differ, because there's nothing explicit. The Prophet didn't say explicitly, sarihan, you know, explicitly, sarihan, explicitly, cover your face. Allah didn't say explicitly, cover your face. Yes, some ayat, many scholars derive, the woman should cover her face, yes, but it's not explicit. If you ask anyone, men, Sahib al-ilmi atina bi ayatin o hadithin sarihin. Qala rabbuna o qala nabi ala al-marrati in tatanaqab la yunkinuka abada. You talk to someone truthful, not a liar, who has knowledge of Islam. Bring me a verse that is explicit. Bring me a hadith that's explicit that the Prophet of Allah or Allah before that commands the woman to cover their face explicitly. You can't do so. That's why the scholars differ. Sometimes you don't like to teach these points because the woman that's on the sunnah, she says, hey, there it is. And touch you for wajhaha, and then she exposes her face. No, recommended is if you do it, you get a good deed, but there's no sin on you. And then some scholars, they say it is obligatory. Sheikh Udimi, Sheikh Muqbil. Most of the jamhur, they say it's not recommended. They take the a hadith and the ayat that are not explicit and they derive the likes of this hadith the statement of the messenger alayhi salatu salam that's in the sunan hadith ibn abbas qala nabi alayhi salatu salam al-mar'atu awratun kulluha look at this hadith the messenger of Allah says the woman is an awra what's an awra? alayhi yukshaf or alayhi yugattui the awra is something that is covered the Prophet said, He says, emphasizing it. He says, the woman is an aura, meaning she should be covered. And then he emphasized it. He said, Kulluha, all of her. So some scholars say, hey, there it is. What more evidence do you need? The woman is an aura, Kulluha, all of her. But there's some ikhtilaf because Ibn Abbas differed with Ibn Mas'ud. The companions split when the verse came down, Surah Al-Nur and Surah Al-Ahzab. Ibn Abbas had a position and Ibn Mas'ud had a position. Allah Ta'ala says, إِلَّا مَا ظَهْرَ مِنْهَا The woman covers her body from head to toe. Allah says, إِلَّا مَا ظَهْرَ مِنْهَا 
And nothing is apparent or nothing is visible except what's apparent. So the companions differ into two opinions here. She covers her whole body from head to toe and nothing is seen except except what's apparent. What does that mean? And the The companions of the Prophet went to two opinions. First opinion was held by Ibn Abbas and those that agree with him. Second opinion held by Ibn Mas'ud and those who agree with him. What did Ibn Mas'ud say? He says, He says, The woman covers her whole body from head to toe. Nothing is visible. He said, the only thing she lets apparent is one narration, one eye, another narration, her eyes. So she can see. That's Ibn Mas'ud. So most of the scholars that say the niqab is obligatory, they're taking the opinion of Ibn Mas'ud. You guys with me? So according to Ibn Mas'ud, the niqab is obligatory. The woman, she has to cover her face. I'm a woman. So she has to cover her face. Right. I remember in Yemen, I give this story, Yaquan. One day we're going to give stories, but we don't want the sisters to be here those days. Like men's stories. I remember in Yemen, we first got to Yemen. I didn't see that many niqabs in my life. In Yemen, you're never going to see a sister face. Mashallah, it's like Saradiyya. Not like Egypt. Egypt, you're going to see faces. You're going to. No. Egypt is a little different. Yemen is religious. At any rate, you're never going to see a woman. MashaAllah. On the buses, they separate on the bus. They have a side for the brothers, a side for the women. I've never saw nothing like that in my life. The first time I got on the bus, I sat and I come to Jadid and I was new. For the Khatul Hafida, I, <laughs> I got on the bus. I didn't know. No one told me. Hey, the brothers are here. The sisters are there. And the khartu, I got on. Salaamu Alaikum. Jealous too. I sat down in the women's side. I didn't know. A sister said, hey, The sister said, hey, she came forcefully. Hey, what's wrong with this guy? How did the he said? The women sit here. I said, on the bus? Allah Akbar. That's amazing. They separate even on the bus. In Yemen, you're not going to hear a, woman, a woman's voice. When they want to get off the bus, how do they identify, how do they let the man know they want to get off? What do you think they do? Clap. Hey, they knock or they clap. The bus is riding. Are you here? And they I was a stop a stop I was amazed at Okay. How did he know she wanted to get off? Next stop. So then I know, oh, I think they're signaling to the man, my stop, my stop. The bus can be crowded, all noise, you hear. And she goes, Salaam Alaikum. She gets off. At any rate, so you don't even hear her voice. Alhamdulillah. In other countries, it's not like that. So in Yemen, I never saw so many niqabs in my life. So the niqab is pretty. It's nice. It shows she's trying to fear Allah. 
I say to you, brothers, pity your mind, Muhammad, Omar, Masih, Darren, Zaid, Elian. I don't know if Philadelphia is married or not. You married yet? Four or three? How many do you have? Two? One? How many wives do you have? We had a, one day we're going to have a marriage seminar, inshallah. Right? I want you to come with your money, you get married that day. At any rate, we jokes there, fine. We can't force. We're going to grab one of the girls. Hey, Zay, get over here. Bismillah. <laughs> Zay's going to come single. He said, well, how'd you get married? The brother married us all, homie. I don't know. Not like that, yeah, come on. Fine. The woman has to accept. There's no force. We're Muslims. You can't force no one to get married. Fine. <laughs> so now, maybe one day we have a marriage weekend. Let's see, inshallah. You guys come with some money. The women gonna want some money. No problem. Tie it. So now you see so many niqab. The niqab, I'll say to your brothers, this is what I do. Pity in your mind, every woman is pretty. So now you're not amazed. When the pretty one walks past, you're not amazed. Darren is not gonna oh, 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 oh. Who's that yeah? No, you're not gonna be amazed now. Pity in your heart. Every Muslim uh, trying to be on the Sunnah, memorizing Quran, covering properly, praying, obeying Allah is pretty. Put that in your mind. So now, the beauty alone doesn't make you go right to the left. It doesn't make you jump out the window. Not like that. Like our children's class, these kids are six and seven. But women are a distraction. It's so hard to keep the kids forward. And they're little. How much more so when we get older? If it's like that for Muhammad, who's eight, how much more so? That's the, how Allah made the woman. No problem. But some people say men are allowed to have four because women are more attractive than men. Some people say that. There's no proof of that. That's just things to make you smile and laugh. At any rate, so now in your mind, you pity anybody religious is pretty. So you focus on other things, not the physical. Don't be those brothers. A righteous woman comes and she's short. And Muhammad is tall. So he says, Ya khi, la la la. Why not? She's a good sister. She's, she's four foot something. Not like that, Ya khwan. Or don't be the woman. A righteous man comes, he's short. Ya khi, I'm not marrying this brother. Why not? He's little. How can you protect me? No, he can be righteous and honorable. Sometimes we're too superficial. How many times a man wants to get married? A righteous woman comes, but she's Caucasian. She's white. How many? How many times a woman comes? She's a black girl. Yaki, she's black. How many? What's the issue? Black women are not righteous. White women are not righteous. Who cares? A lot of times we're superficial, and that can be harmful. That's what the Messenger of Allah says. What was his advice? Who remembers? Father Faro, be that to Dean, talk about your dad. Your brothers memorize this Yaqwan when your time comes. When we have our seminar, and you don't look at beauty only. You can look at beauty, but not only. I told the brothers, don't make beauty your first choice. No, make it your fourth, maybe fifth, maybe eleventh, maybe twelfth. Not your first. What's a proof you can choose a woman that's beautiful? What's a proof? Hey, same hadith, the beginning of the hadith. The Prophet said, uh, The woman is married for four reasons. 
لمالها ولمالها ول... لمالها ولجسمها ولدينها ولحسبها احسنت فضحوا بذات الدين فربت ذات The Prophet said the woman is married for four reasons Her wealth You can marry the girl because she's rich Omar comes, hey, I want that one Why you choose that one, Omar? Ya khi, mashallah She's rich What's the issue? The Prophet said that's a lot For her beauty, hey Why you want that sister? Mashallah, ya khi, she's like the sun No problem that's a lot. The Prophet said it's a lot. She's a shaykh. Her mother's a shaykha. Her grandmother's a shaykha. Her father's a shaykh. Her grandfather's a judge. Her lineage. Why you want to marry her? Her beauty? No. Her wealth? No. Her whole family is shaykh after shaykh after shaykh after shaykh. Alhamdulillah. And the Prophet said, the religion. Why you want to marry her? Her religion? Her beauty? No. Her wealth? No. Her religion. And this is the most important. So the Prophet mentioned four reasons, and this is not the only reasons. These are the majority of reasons that a man chooses a woman. There are other reasons. The most important, and this we want you brothers to memorize, her religion. The superficial stuff is not beneficial, or it's a little bit beneficial. Nowadays, the men care about one thing, the women care about one thing. All the men care is, like Massey said the other night, what was Massey's? <laughs> Massey said, number one, Yaqi, pit me down as beauty. <laughs> I don't think for the dose of hair that day. It's okay. You can like a pretty woman. No problem. Don't make that your number one. The sisters are the same as us. The most important to us is beauty. We're going to turn around the one that's religious. No, too short. She's a member of the Bukhari. Uh, too tall. She's finished the Quran. Uh, her hair doesn't do like this. To the right. Next. Oh, yes. That's most of the, <laughs> that's most of the many at one. We're not saying you can't do that. The Prophet said it's a lot. We're saying it's not that honorable. Her beauty is not going to wake you up at night. Never. Her beauty is not going to say, hey, go over some Quran before you go to sleep. Her beauty is not going to remind you of the Jannah. Not going to say, Muhammad, how much crying of you today? Never. Her beauty is going to be sitting right beside you, sleep. <laughs> That's her beauty. No, the religious one is going to say, hey, Sali Rakatin Barakalofiq. That's tremendous. May Allah make our wives and our daughters and our mothers like that, Ikhwan. Imagine someone waking you up to do what's recommended. Oh, Allah Akbar. You're watching the game. He says, "Audhu billahi min ash-shaitan ar-rajim." Kebatasilu ila jannah hakada. Just imagine a woman. Man, I make a woman like that. We're on the PlayStation. I got winners. I'm playing. Darian comes. The wife says, "Hey, how you going to get to jannah like that? You're going to cry, Juan. You're going to cry. You're going to cry." She wakes you up. Hey, pray to Rakaab for the budget. They're the women that you want. Same thing with the women. They're the opposite. What's the most important thing to them? They're number one. <laughs> They're right on. We're not saying all the women. Most women. The money. It's a lot. You need money to live. But this thing's more honorable than that. So we just want to tell our brothers and our sisters, 
You're allowed to choose beauty. You're allowed to choose money. You're allowed to choose lineage. Are women, you're allowed to choose for money. No problem. What's more honorable than that? Their righteousness, their obedience, their tamasuk bid-deen. How does a person hold on to the sunnah of the Messenger Ali And as somebody asks online one day, would you recommend someone to marry someone poor? It depends. It depends. She said, would you marry your daughter to someone poor? My answer is the same. It depends. What does it depend on? Religion. Their religion. Their character. My proof is the action of the Messenger A woman came to the Prophet of Allah and did something that you're never going to see nowadays. Never. But hadith for the Bukhari. The hadith is in Bukhari. What did she do for the dose? The Prophet was in front of his companions. She was bold. Mashallah. You're never going to see this nowadays. What did she do? You know, you remember? What she did, Umar, help him out. In front of everyone. You're never going to see this here, Juan, ever. Not today, not tomorrow, not yesterday, not America, not Yemen, not Sardinia, never. She came to the Prophet of Allah in front of everyone and proposed to him. It's not from the point of a woman says, hey, Abby said, or would you be in? Whatever, however they say it, yeah, this woman did it. The Prophet didn't say she was wrong. The Prophet gave us a principle that shows it's allowed to be attractive, attractive to the person. What did the Prophet do? He looked. He looked. Can he was sitting. You can imagine. These are real narrations, yeah, These are not khiali. These are not imaginations or figurative. The Prophet with his companions, a woman walked up. You guys are out there shooting hoops. And then a sister comes up. You know how they walk? She, <laughs> she comes up. Assalamu alaikum. Salam. Can I be your wife? The Messenger of Allah looked up, looked away. Another thing that was humbling to the Arab, that's rejection. He looked up and looked away. Meaning, you can't say meaning or have a bit one. It's not a proof that this is the actual reason, but it looks like the Prophet wasn't pleased with her physical. Or the Prophet is teaching the Muslim man, you are allowed to look. Right? He looked up, he looked away. Something that's humbling, the woman didn't get offended. Everybody hates rejection. Everybody. It does something to your heart. The woman didn't, it didn't hurt her. It, she didn't show no signs of displeasure. The third thing that happened, you're never going to see, a man from the men said what? The prophet turned away. A man said something you're never going to see ever. No hey, he said, oh Messenger of Allah, <laughs> you're never going to see that. The woman asked for another brother. He says no. Someone else says, hey, hey, Darian says, oh, you want to marry her? Marry her to me. You're never going to see that yet. Never. The man said, oh, Messenger of Allah, if you don't want to marry her, hey, marry her to me. The prophet asked the man, what can you give her? You have to give the woman something. That's their right. And the woman has the right to ask for whatever she wants. You don't have to give it. But she has that right. She says, hey, give me a brand new car. 
That's all right. You can't say that's haram. She says, hey, give me a, a used car. Give me some gold. Give me a camel. Give me whatever she asks for. That's allowed. That's her religion. Right? And you shouldn't talk about her after that if you can't afford it. Nowadays, we ask the woman, hey, she says, yes, I want a brand new car. We leave, man, Muhammad, guess what? I asked for the girl. She know I work at Walmart. How am I going to get, it's going to take me eight years to save up. I make $12 an hour. Who is this? She has the nerve. Not like that, Juan. Either you can get it or you can't. Do you have the right to ask her for something less? Is that allowed? Yes. Yes. You can ask for, hey, sister, I work at Walmart. I just started. I only make $12 an hour. <laughs> How would you mind? You may say it nicely. How about I give you half? How about I get you a used car? She has the right to say yeah or nay. She says no. Brand new car. That's it. You take out a loan, get her a car, save up. You got to get another job. No problem. But it is allowed to delay the dowry. The dowry is of two types. The dowry that's given up front, and that's the best. Give her something up front. It's allowed to delay. Sister, I just, I just got a new job. I work at Walmart. How about I give you 2000 of the 5000 now, and then in two months, I'll give you the other 3000 But she has to accept. She has to accept. She doesn't accept, you can't force. Right? So now the Prophet of Allah asked the man, what can you give her? The man said, man, the shaykh. He was extremely, extremely poor. I'm not telling you brothers and sisters to get married to poor people. I'm not saying that. That's not my Islam. We're saying this man was poor. And the Prophet didn't reject him. It's allowed for poor people to marry. A poor woman can come and a poor brother can come and they can get married. They can be homeless. We may say, wait till you get a job, wait till you find somewhere to live, wait, 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 wait. We may advise them to that. But is it obligatory for them to wait and take our advice? No. I think you're right. This man was extremely poor. We don't want you to misunderstand. We're not saying, sisters, go choose a poor man. We're not saying, brothers, choose a poor woman. We're not saying that. We're saying this man was poor. The Prophet said, uh, the Prophet said, go look for something to give her, even if it's an iron ring. That's where the hadith of the iron ring comes from. Even if you give her an iron ring, you have to give her something. Right? The woman gives the man almost all of her. Almost. So the man gives her a compensation for that. Since you're giving me all of you, almost all of you, I give you a gift. It's like a conversation. I'm giving you something because you give me almost all of you. That's why the man, Darren's gonna say, hey, why don't the man get a dowry? Because the woman is giving you almost all of herself. Like, the man, he went and looked and looked and looked. Man, what did the shape? He was poor. He didn't find anything. He came back to the prophet, I don't have anything on Messenger Allah. The Prophet said, go look for something, even if it's an iron ring. He looked, he's extremely poor. Some scholars say he only had one garment. 
One. You can imagine, I've never saw none of your brothers only wear one garment. I don't know how poor, how does it feel? One garment yet, one. That's all he had. Our sister, mashallah, they have triple garments nowadays. This man had one. That's how poor he was. One. The Prophet said, Ma min al Quran. The Prophet asked the poor man, What do you have from the Quran memorized? The man said, عندي كذا وكذا وكذا. He said, I learned this surah, this surah, and this surah. The Prophet said, قلبك. You know them by heart? He said, No. Yes, I do. The Prophet said, Biha. Okay, the Prophet said, based upon this, I will marry you up to the woman for the knowledge you have. So when the people say, hey, you have to have so much money, you have to be rich, you have to have to have to. No. Then why didn't the Prophet do it? Teaching the Muslims, yes, you need money. Yes. But money is not the deciding factor. You need money to live. True. But it shouldn't be the deciding factor. In our religion, a poor man can marry. Especially if he has some knowledge. Likewise, a woman. All of this is to show for the brothers, don't turn away religious women just because she's not as tall, as short, as white, as black, as this, as that. Likewise, our sisters. It's okay to have personal preferences. However, don't make that. Don't turn away from something because I prefer, I prefer, I prefer. You are allowed to prefer and no one can get offended. Anyone else say, Juan? Today we talked about marriage. We did a real, a real one hadith. Our new hadith, inshallah, for this Wednesday is hadith number 30. All of you memorize the hadith, inshallah, for this week. May Allah bless you all. Anyone has anything to mention? If not, we'll stop there, inshallah. So, so next Monday, then it's like the 12th. So Monday we do review, and then Wednesdays we do the new hadith. Okay, so today was the 11th. So the next Monday we'll go over as many as we can. Usually we do more than one hadith. Somebody sidetracked us with marriage talk, Yahwa, maybe Omar. We usually do two, sometimes three hadith, and then we do the one hadith on Wednesday, mashallah ta'ala. Also, they wanted us to give you guys another test, but we're gonna probably wait to the end of the book. We only have 10 hadith left. At the end, we'll give you a test at the, for, the, for the book, inshallah ta'ala. And may Allah bless you all. سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك أشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت استغفرك وأتوب إليك والسلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته. آه وياكم وياكم. ميلاب لسيافي.